Welcome to Own Your Vibe, the podcast that challenges the things that scare us most so that we can lead the life we deserve, one without regret. We'll be discussing all things unconventional, unapologetic, and probably a little bit out of your comfort zone. But honey, get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's time to own your vibe. Let's go. You guys, this is a real timely message for myself. And as a coach, I feel that sometimes it may seem that we have it all figured out. We don't. It's just that we've developed a strong set of skills and tools to equip ourselves in certain times, situations, and so on. So today I'm talking about treating your mind like you treat your sink. Or should I say, like we should treat our sinks. Because not everybody's sink may be treated how it should be and let me tell you why this is particularly a timely message for me today i'm currently recording this at night it is 10 p.m and something that happened at 9 p.m tonight really unsettled me it's made me feel uneasy and anxious and i spent a whole hour with this playing on my mind it's something that i can't change i can do something going forward but i can't change what happened i'm not going to go into all the details because it involves other people close to me, but it was unsettling to witness. And it really demonstrated to me what it's like to give power to things that you cannot change. And I know this, I know this. And as this was on my mind, I was conflicted because I was thinking, Bev, you're giving this too much time. You're giving this too much energy. Now I'm a strong believer in processing your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. But what I was doing wasn't processing it. It was mulling over over and over and over and over and working myself up more there is a difference i may go into that actually in a different episode but a whole hour when i could have been doing something else i could have got started on the podcast a bit earlier and it's not to say that you have to fill up every minute of your time but it would have allowed me to finish up earlier to sleep earlier and to get more rest (laughs) do you see where i'm going with this do you see the domino effect and as i'm speaking you might recognize yourself in this And the thing is, we're not necessarily oblivious to it, but how do you capture yourself in that moment and say, pause? Because the thoughts don't stop. And this is why I say, treat your mind like your sink. I personally have a huge grievance to the disparity between what society, the government, the NHS, Public Health England, the guidance they give us for physical health in comparison to the guidance they give us for our mental health. If I ask you how many glasses of water a day or how many litres of water a day are we advised to drink? You'll tell me probably one and a half to two litres or eight glasses of water. If I ask you how many portions of fruit and veg are we advised to consume, you'll tell me five. And if I ask you how many steps we are advised to take per day, you'll tell me 10k. Now if I ask you (laughs) how long we are advised to spend on our mindsets with mindset audios per day, what would you tell me? Or what about how many sessions of therapy we're advised to have per month? And this is, I'm talking about what the government tells us or what Public Health England tells us. Zero. Have you ever questioned why we're not told these things? As much as we're told to exercise a certain amount per day or to eat certain things that are of nutritional value to us, why are we never told what is of mental value to us? Control. The mind is the most powerful thing. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, look around you. You might see a bottle in front of you. You might see a glass next to you. You might be sitting on a chair. 
on a bus, whatever it is, it all began in the mind from a thought. Thoughts create reality. So if we're not told to exercise the mind, what can we create? And although there are so many people creating things around us, the same people also have the struggles and battles, probably more so than if we were told from a young age to exercise our minds each and every day. Thankfully, we've got so much access to Google, to YouTube, and we get to implement practices such as affirmations, manifestation, mindset work and tools. But as a society, even to do the 10K steps per day, or to sleep for a certain number of hours per night, such as your seven to eight hours or six to eight hours per night, it takes a certain mindset. And that's why we need to treat our minds in the same way we should treat our sink. When we put our dishes into the sink, there's dirty dishes. You will not then go and put a whole load of clean glasses and cutlery and plates into that sink along with the dirty dishes. It doesn't make sense. If you wanted to put some clean bowls into the sink, you would make sure that all the dirty dishes are cleaned, removed, and the sink has been cleaned, sprayed, and dried. The same way we need to treat our mind. If we've got so many clammy, hazy, negative, doubtful thoughts going on, then just trying to do a positive thing isn't necessarily bad, but it's not sustainable. What's sustainable is working away at the root cause of what's making us feel that way or think that way. Another way that we should treat our sinks is if we're cooking for the family, we're making dinner, it's a lot easier to clean and wash up as we go along. Rather than filling up the sink to the brim, overloading it, dishes everywhere, it gets overwhelming. The same thing happens with our minds. If we're not dealing with things on a regular basis, we get overloaded, we get overwhelmed, exhausted and pretty much stressed out. What we would do if we were cooking we'd be preparing the meal, but also anticipating when there are times that we would have available to clean and wash up. It's the same with our minds. And a lot of the secret is in being proactive, as opposed to having a really long, hard, stressful week, and then saying, I'm gonna wind down by doing X, Y, Z. I'm not against winding down, but that is a reactive approach to hard struggle. If we're to implement some form of mental exercise every single day, then it eases up on what we face from hour to hour, day to day, week to week. We won't be immune from the tough times or the stresses, but we'll be equipped and proactively approach those. Let me give you a tangible example. It's not a surprise to open your email inbox when you're at work or running your own business and see an email that might rub you up the wrong way it happens. A proactive approach is A, block out your time for emails and B, do something before approaching the emails that makes you feel good. For me, I love music so I'm going to listen to some of my favourite songs in the morning. For you, it could be lighting a candle, saying affirmations. For somebody else, they may enjoy photography. It could be them taking pictures of the skies every morning before approaching their email inbox. Don't forget the small things because this is what helps to strengthen and exercise our minds. Will we still get peed off or annoyed? Most likely, but not to the level as if we didn't. At the end of the day, we're all still humans. We experience human emotion and that is not a negative thing. It's not wrong. 
But in order for us to perform in the way that we want to and that serves us best, we have to be in tune with what lights us up and even in the smallest of ways incorporate that on a very regular basis in the same way that we would look after or we should look after our sink. Another example, if you don't vacuum your home for months on end, the dust is gonna build up, the dirt is gonna build up. If you're not changing your sheets regularly, you may get bed bugs and all sorts. So to prevent us getting to that stage, what do we do? Clean and tidy up on a daily and weekly basis. Some of us haven't exercised our minds for so long that the dust is settling, it's getting thicker, and we just don't know what to do. So right now, I would love for you just to think about one thing. One thing you can change as of today. Whatever day you're listening to this, one thing you can change. And not just to listen and think, to write it down and apply it. Because it's things like this that can go a long, long way. I also realise that when I say exercising the mind and strengthening the mind, it can seem really broad and vague. Now, exercising your mind can fall into different categories. One is pleasure. How does your mind get excited and stimulated? It may be music, it could be visual arts, it could be reading fiction books, or it could be crosswords, puzzles, that kind of problem solving. Another area for our minds is knowledge. What is it that we don't know but could find out? It could be related to our studies, to our work, a business venture, something that we're thinking about. Another area is ourselves. How well do we know ourselves? And don't forget, we evolve all the time. But what is it that we want? What are our triggers? What are we grateful for and how can we be more present? But as time goes on, you'll be able to capture yourself a lot more and realise that you can spend a shorter space of time thinking about the problem and giving yourself a longer period of time solving the problem but also resting, resting the mind. The mind does not have to be working 24 seven. Will that happen straight away? Absolutely not. But the more prominence we give to treating our mind like we should treat our sink, the better. Now, some of you may be really up for this and take it on and implement it, whilst others could be hesitant and that's completely normal. But don't let that hesitancy stop you in your tracks because if it stops you in your tracks now, it's probably stopped you in your tracks for other things in the past. So let's put an end to it. And I encourage you to do something different. I encourage you to take action. And I encourage you to own your vibe. Always remember, you don't have to see the whole staircase before you take the first step.